Can you hear me now? Okay. Hey. Well, now we're live and I figured it out. <laughs> Shit. Anyway, welcome back to the Indie Wrestling Corner with another episode of Indie Talks. And the amount of stress that just happened now is I want to freaking hurt someone. All right. You guys can hear me, right? We're yeah. good. All right. We're good. We're going to try this again. So anyway, so guys, if you're new here, I am the queen of the Indies, Tiffany, who's completely stressed out right now. And our returning guest is Cody, who owns NFW. How are you? I'm wonderful now. How are you? Motherfucker. <laughs> Motherfucker. But anyway, and another returning guest, Brett Ryan Goslin. How are ya? Well, you know, that was a uh definitely one way to start off the hour, that's for sure. Yeah, we really uh dropped the bomb on that crap. So I got it. We figured it out. We're here. Guys, let me know in the chat if everything sounds well. I see everybody. Thank you for joining here. Thank you for bearing with me with all the crap that was going on just now. So, but uh, yeah, so we're here. We're here to break down Friday's NFW showcase card. Uh, Cody, you want to like talk a little bit about that first before we break down the card? Right now, this is pretty much shaping up to be the biggest event in NFW's history. 
and we are excited to bring you our 2022 season finale, our big send-off for the year, and then start to get ready for things in 2023. And Brett, you've got a pretty big spot on this show. Yeah, congrats. If you have the most ticket sales, you know who to thank for that. That's for sure. Well, thank you for the house, kind sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, no, God knows I didn't need a title match to do it either. This is true. Fair enough. We'll get into that later. Still better about that, eh? A little bit, just a little bit, but we'll get into that later. All right. <laughs> Definitely talk about that. So let me get some love into this chat. I see all you guys in there. Brian's in the chat. Captain Dave. Uh, everything pro wrestling. Go give him some love. He'll be featuring some AEW and he'll, uh, some WWE stuff he's got. So check his channel out as well. William's in the chat. Happy holidays. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Ah, Sean from Closed Fist. What's going on? Oh, Mike Sadros is in the chat. Put me over, you coward. Absolutely not. All right, back to it. So uh, Sean says, Ugh, not that damn BRG. Uh, Justin's chat, he said, BRG, what's up, homie? So Bridget's in the oh. chat. Hello, who are you? <laughs> well, anyway. Are they trying to be friendly out here? Yeah, we're, That's we're, cool. We're, we're trying a little bit here. Oh. So. <laughs> Well, thanks, everybody, for joining the chat. So if you guys got any questions, feel free. Drop it into the chat. Hit that like button. Hit that share button. Uh, if you guys are listening to this on audio later, thank you so much. Let us know. Who do you think is going to be the first NFW champion? I'd love to know what you guys think. If you guys want to put that in the chat, because we're going we're gonna to start off hot. We're going to talk about uh, the first two matches, well, the I semifinals. I feel the bitterness. Yeah. Scream. Yeah, good. Dude, I'm here to make you uncomfortable, Cody. I'm gonna let you sit there. I clearly sit there, and I will let you squirm for however long I feel, because you damn well know I'm pissed. Damn well know it. So just go over the card. Well, Tiff, let's. All right. going before he explodes okay all right so here uh we're gonna start off with this one we're gonna start off with the semi-final match ellis taylor mike skyros (laughs) aka sadros and the whisper so this is (laughs) i don't even know like where to start with here because like you know sadros is gonna give me shit in the chat i i can't win here um and by the way, in the chat, Justin says, what do you mean? Who are you? And Brian goes, why does BR- BRG suck so bad? Hey, you know who I am. I have no idea who you are. Just saying. So, I mean, you know, haters going to hate. that. <laughs> if I really got upset about every little bad comment that everybody said about me, I would be in a mental ward by now. I was going to say. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, Cody, you want to take the three way? You want to talk oh, about it a little bit? Three. These are three of some of the top competitors that have been in NFW with some of the best win loss records. Whispers only lost once. And and he's been one who's been around since day one. You have Mike Skyros, again, who's been around since day one, only suffered two losses and then you've got Ellis Taylor who's never lost he's go- he is currently sitting at 6 and 0 looking to go all the way up to 8 and 0 
uh, and possibly become the first NFW champion. You know who else is undefeated? I know, Rats. I will. Just saying. Kind of busy. Let, let's let's focus on this card first, and then we'll get to your match. We're trying. We're, we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to try. Actually, Ellis is uh, undefeated, too. Yes, he is. So, which he is 6-0, is... yeah. looking to go 8-0, and, and win the NFW Championship this Friday night. And then he'll go 8-1 and one when I beat his ass. Anyway, um, but <laughs> get to that. But we're gonna get to that. But yeah, so but uh, yeah. So like, do we feel like in the chat? Let me know what you guys think. Like, who do you think is gonna win this, and who's gonna move on to the finals? Um, you know, do we feel that Whisper might be the one that comes out on top in this match? Like, you know, and and take the streak away from Ellis and Mike Skyros? Could that be a possibility? So any any thoughts from you, Brett? Of like. Who do you think that could pass on? I know you want to be in this story. You know, the belt should be yours and all that stuff. And you should be the Yeah, we, we know. We've uh, established I'll, that. As someone, as someone who is also undefeated, I'll, I'll go with Ellis Taylor on this one. Because usually an undefeated streak usually leads to success. Right, Cody? It does. Yeah. It does. I haven't said it hasn't, Brett. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll so, get to you later on. All right, let me let me get some. To, why this. you're not in the tournaments? Because mm-hmm. you've been a little busy as of late. You have been busy. Again, we're gonna save this because since you're here, you're you're gonna be the main attraction on this podcast. Okay, we're gonna talk about your match last. Okay. Aw, thank you. So you're the main attraction. Okay. So, but let me give more love in this chat. Dan in the chat says, Skyros had a lot of eyes on him this past weekend at the Super Camp. So I've heard that. I heard a lot of good things. So, um, I mean, I saw him the other day at Grind. He ripped my sign. He threw stuff at me. So mean. That's so, that's so unbelievable. That's why I didn't, uh, that's why I didn't say he was going to win. But honestly, good for him. If he made a terrific showing at that super camp, I know for a fact that Anthony Green was uh, one of the people helping lead that tryout. So if he's sticking out in a tryout involving Anthony Green, then that's a good thing for him. Yeah. So. I'm going to say that tryout, just as a quick note, fantastic or a fantastic day this past Saturday. Over 180 wrestlers from all across the country came out to the super camp. And oh, we saw a lot of good faces. So a lot of good people, and it's going to be very interesting to see who who's able to come into NFW off of this. We did see, again, a lot of spectacular talent. Anthony Green headed up a large amount of the entering portion of that, as well as LSG. And a lot of great other minds were there, a part of this, leading the way. Kevin Kelly led the way for a lot of our wrestlers. You had Dave Penzer leading the way for a lot of our officiating so it was a wonderful day. Thank you again to everybody over at Standalone for this, for setting that up. And we can't wait to see who we get to see come in in 2023 and go from there. Yeah, that's exciting. A lot of a lot of new talent, talent from like all over the place. I know we talked a little bit about that too, that new faces, which is nice. I love to see that as well. So I'd love to see what's going to happen with the future of NFW. 
Uh, let's see. So in the chat, Jimmy's in the chat. What's up, Jimmy? How are you? Uh, oh. <laughs> ref, J Jumbo, Ref. Oh. Okay, we're moving on. Wes is in the chat. Hey, everybody. Colin, Wes, say hi. How are you? Uh, Conrad says, Anthony Green is a great friend of the pod. Eric's in the chat. What's up, Eric? Thanks for joining in here. Awesome. So uh, Dan said maybe Green will bring in that Skywalker championship. Wink, wink. Hmm. Possible. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah. So let's, uh, I guess let's talk about the other match going on here. Let's move on to the other half of the bracket. Yes. Yeah, so the other semifinal match, we got Reed Walker versus Griffin McCoy versus Akira. This is, this is going to be bad. A lot of clashes of styles in yeah. this one. Oof. It, the hard hitting style that Griffin McCoy carries, the high flying amateur wrestling background that comes with Reed Walker. And then you have kind of that hybrid between that that kind of more Japanese culture and deathmatch style that Akira brings. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see these three clash together and how it kind of fades out to see who goes on to the championship match in the main event later on in the night. Yeah. Um, so all three have had belts at different companies before, which is really interesting as well. I mean, also um, the other three between Skyros and, uh, Ellis had some gold too. Am I right? I'm Just to... a tag team championship. Tag team He's never won a singles title. All right. So, but I know Reed has been undiscovered champion. Uh, who was the other one that he was uh, at H2O? The hy hybrid, hybrid champion. And uh, Griffin, is he still currently champion at CZW? Uh, CZW currently has no champions. No champion? Why did I think he had a belt? No, but he's yeah. been going on a tear there. He's getting ready to face Kenta actually here in the next few weeks so good for griffin awesome and akira too akira's another one that has been uh with some gold up in canada correct mm -hmm. so yep. deathmatch so. champion up in canada just recently lost that championship but looking to gain a little bit more gold this friday awesome awesome my money's on akira because he high-fived me during my entrance that he, he did Akira loves your entrance song so much. Yeah. <laughs> All of a Anybody sudden. Anybody that inflates my ego is fine in my book. <laughs> well, I saw him come through the curtain and then he was standing on the chairs by me at the last show, waving, and then he ran and darted to come give you, you know, a high five pretty much. So definitely mm -hmm. checked out the last NFW show on IWTV. Uh, Wes in the chat said this is his first NFW. NFW show, so I'm excited. Can't wait to see you there with Kyle. Uh, Gonna hey, witness some ass beating. <laughs> hey, Melissa, what's going on? Uh, Eric said in the chat, BRG equals money. I've said it once. I'll say it again. You're goddamn right, I am. <laughs> so let me know in the God chat. Goddamn right. Who do you think's gonna win this match? So let me know who's you know, I'd love to know what do you guys are think are going to the finals? And then later on we'll talk about the championship match. So I mean unless you want to talk a little bit about it now, Cody. So whoever wins these two matches, obviously th that's gonna be our main well, event. Yes, I'm gonna say that will and that'll be the final thing on the show will be crowning our first NFW champion. Just kind of going with some wrestling tradition there. I rightfully believe that the world title should always close the show. Yeah. Unless you get something that's really, really significant. Mm -hmm. But 
It's going to be a hell of a ta- night. We get to end our championship challenge tournament, hopefully with a bang, and crown our first NFW world champion. Oh, which you revealed the championship belt yes. this past week. The championship made its debut at the at the uh, Contest of Champions Fan Festival over the weekend over in Tom's River. And got a lot of positive reviews. A lot of people are saying it rem- reminds them of the old Big Gold Championship. I, w- I would say that it's a very nice belt. <coughs> I would say that. As someone whose favorite part about wrestling is championship titles and has plenty of favorite titles, that belt, it looks very nice. Now, hmm. You already know where I'm going. I don't even have to say it. If there's anyone that deserves it, it's me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Slipped out of my mouth. Whoops. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to it. You guys uncomfortable Mr. yet? Because that's kind of where I'm going. Kind of what I'm doing. I'm good. I mean, like, I, you know, I'm not in charge of making the matches, so you can't be mad at me. So, like. They're chugging water right now. Fine. Mm-hmm. Fine. Yeah, it sounds like you're fine. It's uh, fine. You don't have the belt on you, right? To show it for anybody on this podcast right, I do now. Not right now. Okay, so but yeah. it's on my Twitter. I posted on Twitter. It's on the NFW Instagram. It's on the end up uh, NW. Oh my god, I can't talk to NFW's freaking Facebook. Jeez. Okay, maybe I'm a little uncomfortable. I don't know. I was just saying, <laughs> it is working there, bro. Uh, I know. Like, I had a lot of people like commenting on it too. They like the the gold trim around it like the drip that it look like drips of green going on to the belt so i have a belt too that will eventually debut at nfw yeah. <laughs> wait we're gonna move on all right anyway. oh everybody's a champion besides brg it looks like no it's you're going for a championship we'll get to it all later. right we're gonna get to yeah. that okay be patient be patient all right let's move on let's move on to another match let's talk this let's talk alec price versus trey lamar Oh my God! I have not seen Trey Lamar in person since JCW last year in the Mecca. Also, um, so I'm really excited for this match, and I think this is going to be a solid match with him and Alec. You know, it's been interesting going on even uh, at Wrestle Open. He can't wrestle in Worcester in the White Eagle anymore, so yeah. couldn't beat Channing Thomas. If anybody doesn't follow wrestling open which you should be because brett's on it too and you should be following it yeah and who's the main event this thursday Mwah. Yes. because that person said it earlier i'm money yeah True. but i will say alec is definitely um one of the standouts mm-hmm. of new england if not the standout he's had an even better 2022 than he did in 2021 in the fat eh. And that was already a hard task to begin with. The fact that he's blown up as crazy as he has, my money's on him no matter what. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I'm from New England for crying out loud, so I'm going to root for the hometown boy. And, yeah, I've also wrestled out and know what he's capable of. Mm. Anything about uh, Trey Lamar? No, not really. Okay. Um, all right, we're reading the comments in the chat. Uh, Wes says, "Sorry, BRG, but Jack Tomlinson is one of our faves." Yeah. Uh, okay, and you have a sad life, pal. 
Uh, Melissa said that she saw the belt in person, loved it. Brian screaming garbage. Uh, Melissa also said excited to see Trey Lamar. And uh, yeah, garbage, the garbage. Uh, Eric says, I'm not just a person, I'm a fucking agent of NFW. Oh. Congrats. My agents are coming in. Oh, your agents? You have agents? That's cool. I make money for the show. So, yeah, you'd be a really bad agent if you wanted to get rid of me. Thanks, pal. So, yeah, make sure you tune in for this match because this is going to be a banger match. This is, you know, you don't know. Oh, absolutely, 100%. Like, so, this is, oh, has, so, I'm sorry, but this has the capabilities of stealing the show no matter what. Yeah, definitely. Oh, an easy match of the year contender between these two and Trey Lamar. Alex been on a roll over in, over in New England and all across the country right yeah. now at this point. And then Trey Lamar, he's been on that roll for a very long time as well over in the Midwest. So bringing these two together here for the first time one-on-one, it's going to be very interesting to see how this how this plays out. But it could very well be a match of the year contender, yeah. hands down. I'm excited that this is the first time only that, you know, that they got into the ring together. So really looking forward to that. Um, so make sure you guys are tuned in. All right, let's talk a little tag team action here, guys. I love my tag team action. So we got Wasted Youth versus Shook Crew. So first time for Shook Crew coming on over to NFW. Again, you see them over all over the place between Creative Pro, um, Shook Crew. So like Creative Pro, Wrestle Open, they're all over the place. Very familiar with BRG. So- oh, yes. they. We uh, formed the Shook Ranch on AEW Dark when we faced the Factory. So, yes, they have both been my opponents and they have been my tag partners. So, my money's on the Shook crew, no matter what, because, yeah, I mean, like it, like you said, they're tearing it up right now. They have been killing it in Limitless Wrestling, having just faced the Workhorsemen in a terrific match. On top of that, their mainstays at Wrestling Open and at Creative Pro Wrestling Academy. So, I mean, the fact that they're like on another level, and I've never even heard of Wasted Youth. Money's on Shook Crew. <laughs> well, for anybody that isn't familiar, you should know Marcus Matters and Dylan McKay. H2 oh, kids. those two. They just have. Oh, okay, that's fine. Still Shook Crew. Don't care. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're an actual team. They didn't just like they didn't just like pair up one day and say, let's call ourselves a random name. Okay, cool. Shukru actually, you know, is a tag team that I see often. Actually the wasted youth actually came right over from uh H2O. So they've oh. been paired together plenty They're of times. They're paired there? Oh wow, you can tell I don't follow the product. <laughs> well ever. they do. I'm <laughs> sorry, I only watch my matches, so Yeah. Well it was always like the kids True. when they first started and then it wasted youth obviously coming over to jcw together the wasted youth so well so i'll say this i i have seen both of them as singles competitors i've never seen them as tag competitors i've wrestled against shook crew as a tag team and i've wrestled bobby as singles i just for me they're the more cohesive tag team and that's just going off of obviously my previous statements marcus mathers and dylan mckay they're good tag team wrestlers mm, i wouldn't classify them as such shook crew yes i would any thoughts cody 
it does kind of bring up a point, though, that, yes, uh, Wasted Youth have been tearing it up right now on JCWH2O and co-made a couple of GCW cards, but they have only been teaming for roughly about a year, where you've had Shook Crew, who's been tearing up the tag team scene in the Northeast for at least the last three, four years. Right. So does that experience end up coming into a, as a factor here in this one? Hard to tell. Again, you have two kids who have trained with each other since the start in Marcus Mathers and Dylan McKay. And then you've got um, Bobby Orlando and Bryce Donovan who have been tag teaming for just as long as Marcus and Dylan have been wrestling in general. Yeah. So that experience factor can't be something to be ignored. So it'll be interesting to see how these plays out. And it's crazy, like, how insane, like, Bobby's been getting ripped, right? And it's just, like, all the matches, even, like, within the last couple of months that have been going on, have been really, like, testing him. And he's just been showing out. Not that I'm saying that he was ever a good wrestler, because he was. But he is just getting better and better and better as I'm just, like, watching him grow. I mean, he just wrestled Matt Tremont. Like, he's just all over the place. Like, you've seen him more over at H2O. You're just <laughs> all over the place. So I'm really excited uh, to see this collision of this match this is going to be really really good so do not sleep on this match so all right let's talk a little more tag team action okay so i'm really excited for this match anybody that knows me knows that this is one match i'm really really excited for we got my boys miracle generation versus black and yellow so i shout out to mike sadros okay yeah, i love you mike all anyway, right but uh it was because of mike that i had learned about black and yellow uh, so to actually see them wrestle in person, the Drake brothers at NFW was mind blowing for me. And you have, if you have not watched this match, go back and go watch it. It was really a mind blowing match. So to pair, this is something that I've been wanting for like a while. And even talking to Dustin the other day when I saw him at Grind, and he was saying that even Black and Yellow have been wanting to work Miracle Generation for the longest time too. Yeah, this is going to be a lot. <laughs> so um, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm here for it. So, Cody, tell a little bit more. Well, really, since getting the exposure that Wrestling Open has provided for a lot of wrestlers, uh, Miracle Generation has been one of the teams that have really been one of the standouts from Wrestling Open since it started. And from there, they've just been carrying that momentum pretty much everywhere they go, whether it be on other beyond cards or whether it be at pro wrestling grind and a few other places across the Northeast now starting to venture their way down towards the New Jersey scene as well. And then you've got black and yellow, still a very new team still only have only been around for about six, seven months uh, coming out of the pro wrestling Institute in Syracuse, New York, trying to really branch out from, from that, upstate new york scene as fast as possible and two teams that have a very similar style and so it'll be very interesting to see how these two elements can play out when and you've got two very hungry teams looking to make their mark not just in nfw but the independent scene as a whole and brett i know you know miracle generation very well from the time up at wrestling open yeah it's gonna be awkward seeing them on friday when i beat their ass on thursday and take their tag titles from them Anyway, yeah, it'll be interesting to see on Thursday. It, despite that, I'm still going to go for them just because of the experience factor alone. 
I've known Dustin and Kylon for, oh, Jesus Christ, years now. And they've always just been on the same page with one another, even when they're not, um, even when they're not as a tag team, just in general. When they were doing like single stuff before they even started blowing up, they just always had like the the same chemistry no matter what. You say these black and yellow's only been doing this for six, seven months. I don't think that's enough experience, in all honesty, to take on one of the fastest rising tag teams in the Northeast. Well, I definitely think this is going to be like a surprise of how this is going to turn out because I'm impressed with Black and Yellow. They're really good. They're really, really good together. Uh, and just for anybody who knows, Black and Yellow is coming on my podcast in a couple of weeks. So make sure you are following the Indie Wrestling Corner on Twitter and all the social media accounts so you can see like when and what time and all that fun stuff. So, But uh, anything else that we need to like touch base with this match? I'm really excited for this one. I just think it's going to be a fun, high-flying, hard-hitting contest between two of the two of the more up-and-coming teams on the Northeast scene today. Mm-hmm. Should be a fun one to see. I feel like Russ and Sean are going to be like... Well, Sean's used to it, because I know the last NFW show, uh, me and Russ were talking, and we were like, are you ready like for Miracle Gen? It's going to be fast-paced. I don't know if you can keep up with it. So, shout-out to Russ and Sean. The Terry team has been getting... Very much better at keeping up with a lot of the high pace intensity that NFW brings, but Miracle Generation, it's hard to keep up with them. (laughs) (laughs) Especially when they get going into a good good sequence, it is very challenging to keep up with them. Maybe I'll give Black and Yellow some tips on how to stop that. Maybe just a mess with Miracle Generation. Who knows? Okay. Well, all right, let's move on to another. <laughs> That's stirring up the pot. You can't tell. Yeah, I, I see. All right, let's, let's move on to another singles match here. Let's talk CJ Crawford versus Jordan Oliver. Me personally, I'm really excited for this. This is going to be a banger. Um, <laughs> this should also be a freaking tournament match, to be honest with you, because it's so goddamn good. You know, <laughs> like, it's going to be banger, right? Uh, TJ Crawford. Is definitely like one of my favorite wrestlers in the indies. Uh, has been for years. Uh, I'm sitting right here. I'm <laughs> sorry. I love you I too. Okay. I said one of my favorites. Okay. So anyway, back to. Uh, but TJ has been out on injury for a little bit over a year. Came back in September. I saw he posted that he was supposed to come back in February of 2023. Uh, so he worked really hard and he is back and it's so crazy to me how, and I said this to a lot of people and I said this on the, we talk Indies podcast last night too, that I feel like he came back better than what he already was. And that he hasn't missed a freaking beat <coughs> wrestling. So he completely reinvented himself during, so... t- in, during that time off. Yeah. And sometimes Sometimes a break like that is needed. When, I mean, it's unfortunate the injury that happened, but sometimes you need that hard reset every now and again to have that time to just kind of go, hey, what was going right? What's going wrong? And he's ever since he's come back, the Silver Sniper's been on a tear. Oh, wait, let me cut off right here because Kylon's in the chat. Hi, Kylon. He said um, black and yellow. Gonna. Oh, my God. There's so much being rolled. Okay. Uh, gonna get their ass whooped. Uh, so, 
Okay. Uh, Tony's in the chat said <laughs> Miracle Generation's awesome. Melissa says I'm calling Match of the Night right here. She's referring to TJ and Jordan Oliver. Uh, Bridget. Very well could be. Bridget said Crawford is thirsty. Is he now? I don't think Brett's amused right now. I mean, if anybody that like looks at statistics, it's kind of obvious who's winning this one, and it's Jordan Oliver, in my opinion. I watched the guy beat Matt Cardona, for crying out loud. He beat a former intercontinental champion. And this is someone who loves TJ Crawford, considers him a friend. I was going to say, you're going against England, boy. I I know... TJ lives 10 minutes down the street from me. Like, I know him very well. But the thing is, Jordan Oliver is just on such a tear right now. It's kind of impossible. It's really hard to stop that momentum, no matter who you are. Now, can TJ pull out the upset? I mean, we've seen miracles happen in the past. I, You never know. But eh, the odds point to Jordan on this one. Interesting. Very, very interesting. It's a lot of valid arguments, though, that Jordan just simply – even during the time that TJ has been hurt, Jordan Oliver has just been on that tear and on the grind ever since he really started taking off in GCW back at the beginning of the pandemic. And just ever since that time, he hasn't stopped being on a roll. Yeah. He has defeated the, a lot of major players in the independent scene today. And that big win over at Matt, over Matt Cardona back over at FET, it just more solidified the fact that Jordan Oliver really is the East Coast ace. And TJ Crawford is going to have a lot to overcome. But I believe that these two, now, they haven't had a singles match in over four years. But these two now are really starting to come into the prime of both of them. So it'll be interesting to see how these two come together. I really think that this could not, could, again not just be a show stealer, but could just be straight out one of the matches of the year. Okay. Without a doubt. But it's also interesting, too, because the last time Jordan was um, in NFW, he did lose to Ellis. Jordan has not won yeah. in FW. He took a loss to Akira, and he took a loss to Ellis Taylor. Oh, hey. I'm just saying, some people don't do well away from home. You see sports teams that do the same thing. I get it. And to, I'll give you this, Cody. You've put together a fantastic card because the fact is that every single match that I've seen get I, I talked about here today has the potential to steal the show. Although they won't because, again, I am on the card. But I will give it to you that you have put together quite a showcase for NFW in its last in its last uh, show of the year. Thank you. Welcome. That's the only compliment you're getting out of me. I know. I'll take what I can get at this rate. There you go. Yeah, but yeah. So this this is going to be a banger. But you're right. I think every match on, you know, on this show is, you know, contender to steal. You know, match of the night. So I don't know what it's going to be. So The IWTV was a little too premature in putting out their year-end awards. <laughs> just saying. Well, it's just nominations now. I think it, there's some time 
still, right, to like enter that. So I don't know how long that. Looking at you, Jerry. <laughs> a little early on that gun now, aren't we? <laughs> Wait till Sunday. <laughs> Wait till Sunday. Good. Shout out to our good friends over at ETU Struggles. You're the man. So definitely check out that show as well. Yes. We'll talk a little bit about that like later too. So it's gonna be a big weekend down at the Mecca. Yeah. So definitely come, come stay, come stay in Jersey. You know, all that fun stuff. All right, Brett. He said no one ever. <laughs> He's not wrong though. <laughs> not wrong all right so shall shall we talk about why we're all here today about the match of the night pretty much it's not about the belt it's about this match right well god damn right it's about this match for crying out loud jesus like the fact that you give me such little promotion on this match alone when i have single-handedly carried this company's brand for the past half this year alone blows my mind the fact that you don't treat me with like any respect you had the nerve after cole carter tucked his tail and run you had the nerve to give me a random scramble match which you won yeah, I had to. I had no choice but to win that because you put me in there with people I have never even heard of before. They it's weren't not even comfortable. Do you know why I faked that injury in that match? Do you know why? Because you needed a way to win. No, because these people couldn't lace up my boots. We all knew I was winning, so might as well just take myself. And out of the match, let's not even worth risking an injury or breaking a sweat. And then I'll come in at the end and take what's rightfully mine. Sweet victory. And then, yeah, that's pretty much the reason why that I was pissed off. And then, and then I saw the smug look on Jack Tomlinson's face, who has had nothing Nothing but bad words to say about me for over a year now because he's jealous. All right? Let's just be frank. He's jealous. He wants to call himself a pro wrestling TikToker. Okay, I have more followers. Let's just be clear about that. If he's pro wrestling TikToker, then I'm the damn king of TikTok and pro wrestling because not only am I more famous, I'm also a better wrestler. Oh, look at that. A V for victory because I am that much better than Jack Tomlinson. God, I took out Dante's legs because I didn't need him trying to interfere in my match with him. And this dork wants to continuously call himself the social media champion. I don't give a damn about his fake little belt, okay? I don't care about this fake little title. I just care about shutting his little bitch ass up and then taking what's rightfully mine. And that is sweet victory. And I am going to relish in the fact that Jack Thomason is going to cry himself to sleep come Friday because I took away every single thing that he claims to be away from him. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This patch. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of feelings here. There's, yeah. So, here. This is where it started. It started right here on the podcast when Jack decided to just go off (laughs) 
about BRG seemingly out of nowhere. And now <laughs> here we are. Yeah. After he wants to complain and complain and complain. Oh, you hurt Dante's leg. Bitch, you started it. You started this. You want to keep, like, barking up the wrong tree and keep trying to fight me? Okay, wish granted. I'm going to remain undefeated after this Friday because God knows I am the best that this company has to offer. And when I do that, I don't care who it is that wins that damn belt. I am going to come for it. I am going to win it. And I am going to be the NFW champion forever. Because I damn, or, I'm sorry, I will be NFW champion until I get a contract and move on from the stupid independence of the United States. Well, damn. Yeah. It's going to be a really intense fight. That's why, well... Jack didn't make it a no-disqualification match. You did. Yeah, because I need to beat his ass and show him you do not try and pick a fight with me, all right? I played 15 years of hockey. You know what I did while I was playing hockey? I talked shit the entire time. But you know what I could do? I could back it up. Jack Tomlinson can't back it up. He's a pretty boy that just graduated college and thinks he can be a pro wrestler. All right. He is a TikToker that wants to be a pro wrestler. I am a pro wrestler that just so happens to be a TikToker. And he is going to learn that sorry fact this Friday. And Brett, well, just to make sure that things are going to be official and make sure it's going to be as decisive of a sweet victory that you want. Let's make this pretty clear. Yes, you got you took out Jack to earn you took out Dante. You're looking to take out Jack on Friday. Great. But due to the actions that you did take out Brett or you took out Dante on last show. We are going to make the decision to ban the Drake brothers, Tyler Franks, get everybody out of the equation. They're banned from the building. We're just going to have a straight-up contest. Uh You, Jack, one-on-one, decide this shit, end this shit, and we'll go from there. That's how it's going to be. Yeah, okay. Do you think this is going to bother me? Because I'm actually confident. I'm I'm confident. I'm I'm very confident. In my abilities, okay? I'm very confident in my abilities. I don't need the Drake brothers. I didn't need the Drake brothers in the first place, but hell, they wanted us. <laughs> they wanted me to give them the little rub, so, you know, I felt like doing charity work. Eh, whatever. Anyways, I have showed them the key to, quote-unquote, sweet victory. They'll do whatever the hell I tell them to. Now, if you just think that you're going to keep trying to screw me over like you've been doing for the past couple months, I don't think that's going to happen, all right? I'm going to beat Jack Tomlinson's ass. I'm going to prove that not only am I the best pro wrestler, I'm also the best TikToker. I I already have done that multiple times. So I'm going to take his when, when I win the social media championship, I'm going to burn it down, and I am going to make it a plaque to signify here lies the day that Jack Tomlinson got his ass beat by the victorious BRG. 
We'll see. So, I know I shouldn't ask because I'm going to get chewed out for it, but I have to ask because of, you know, what's going on yeah. into the chat and everything like that. What happens? And don't come at me. I have to ask this question. What happens if you don't win and Jack comes up up top? I don't know, but to talk to this guy over here. It's not my decision. I I'd say for you, like, you know, like what happens? Jack gets the win. Again, I'm going to say ask him because he's not going to like it. That's for damn sure. Man, if you think if you think I'm a pain in the ass now, I can promise you. You are never going to be rid of me if that were to happen. But thankful for you, that's not going to happen. You've already seen what happens when I get mad. I don't do well with losing power. Clearly. And I see you're trying to do your best to screw me over. I'm not trying to screw you And don't, and you, and I just made it very clear, I hold a grudge. We know. You're well aware of this. Yeah. All right. So any comments in the chat, let me know. Uh, Wes says, let's go Jack all the way. So yeah. Hmm. Thanks Wes. So yeah, that's, uh, that's going on. I, uh, I felt all that. So, but yeah, so I think we broke down all the matches. Is there anything else that we need to break down Cody? Like, um, just be sure to tune in on this Friday night. 8 p.m. start time on IWTV. Yes. I forgot something. I forgot something. Okay. Um, can you write down for me, like, what are the intended funeral arrangements for Jack Tomlinson? We'll be sure to consult the Tomlinson yeah. family as according, and we'll go from there. Yeah, don't worry. I'll write his obituary for him. I am sure you would. It'll be very flattering, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, well then, yeah. Uh, be sure to tune in to maybe Jack Donaldson's funeral this Friday on IWTV. Eight start time at eight PM. Again, we've got seven phenomenal matches scheduled. One match to be determined, and that is our championship match. But it's going to be one hell of a night in IWTV. As and be sure to be on the lookout for some very special announcements concerning NFW in 2023. So much excited. During the broadcast. Ooh. Ooh. Awesome. I'm here for it. So uh, tickets are still available, obviously. Yes, so we are. talked a little bit about the tickets for anybody who's interested. Uh, head on over across our social medias, and, and you'll find that ticket link pretty much everywhere you go. And then we will have tickets available at the door. $30 front row, 25 GA. Be sure to come on out. It's going to be one hell of a weekend at the Mecca, and why not start it this Friday night with NFW? So awesome. Heel Pops and Chair Shots is in the chat. What's going on? You better be here Friday at NFW. Come on out. I miss you guys. Come watch some wrestling. I miss you guys very, very much. So, um, yes, and shout out to, again, Struggles. He's got ETU coming out on uh, Saturday, 8 o'clock, also at the Mecca. Definitely tune in at IWTV if you can't get there. So please make sure you get to both shows. So anything else, Brett? No, I think I made my um, my intentions very clear. I feel a lot better now. 
Well, as long as you feel like you got that off like that. Yeah, you seem a little released. So, well, well, I'm looking forward to your match. So, why wouldn't you be? Exactly. All right, I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> anyway, um, the links for everything is in the description below. You can buy tickets. Again, if you can't make it, definitely tune in this Friday, IWTV, 8 o'clock. If you guys are listening to this podcast later, I'd still love to know your picks. Let me know or tweet at me. I'd love to know all your picks. So, but yeah. So, anything else? Cody, we're good. Nope, let's end it out. Good. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Love you very much. I'll be back with two Under the Ropes episodes next week. Joseph Alexander and Angela Carter will be joining me. I also will have an indie talk. I'll have backstage for you at NFW. You don't know what's going to happen. Oh, and by the way, bring streamers and wear some Christmas stuff because it's going to be very Christmassy at NFW. (laughs) So. Holidays are in full swing. So I'm here for it. So, all right, guys. Well, you know the drill. Stay safe, support independent wrestling, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good night.